Thanks for tuning into Americana Music Profiles. The next episode starts right now. You are tuned in to another edition of Americana Music Profiles, brought to you by Americana Rhythm Music Magazine and AmericanaMusicMagazine.com. I'm your host, Greg Tutwiler. Let's jump right in to the next exciting interview. After losing both of his parents at a young age and having to grow up on the streets of Baltimore, Maryland, Murphy chose to devote his time to learning the art of music, and it paid off. After a fairly successful stint on American Idol in 2021, Murphy is excited to be releasing his first single, Painted Man, in anticipation of his upcoming debut CD in the not-too-distant future. Murphy is our guest on this edition of Americana Music Profiles. Hi, Murphy. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, Greg. How you doing? Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Good to talk to you. You've got that nice nice baritone voice. Have you done any radio work? <laughs> I'm trying to. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 Or, or uh, voiceover work. Um, uh, you get the get the good voice for it. So, <laughs> Thank you. Uh, you, uh, wow. Boy, you have an interesting story. Uh, I'm, I'm sure some, maybe some people have heard it. You uh, will talk about a little more in depth later, but had a chance to to get on American Idol, so uh, so some of the folks in the world got to hear your story. You you grew up in Baltimore. Is that still home? Uh, Not now, no. I mean, I grew up in Baltimore, but it's, I've traveled all over. I ended up, uh, Seattle is where I'm at currently. Okay. I'm also, I'm working out of Ohio, so that's a lot of fun. Yeah. All right. How how long were you in the Maryland, Baltimore, Maryland area? Um, For the better part of my childhood and, and my my youth up until I was about uh, maybe nineteen early twenties yeah, yeah. it's just kind of yeah okay and and Probably that just... that was uh that was kind of a tough road huh yeah i mean i I don't know how to say it but that city it has two names and uh you try to remember it as the charm city yeah and and some days it's hard to to keep to that sure you know because I love Baltimore I really do i, I mean I wouldn't have gotten my path in life if I didn't have that city. That's that's just the way it is. Yeah. Even you know. Yeah. Well, so obviously, without going into a lot of the history, you you had kind of a, a rough childhood and growing up in that community. How, how did you find music? How did how was music the thing that got you out of that space? Um. Well, there's a couple ways to answer that, I suppose. But music has always been a part of my life, and ever since I was a little boy. I, I kind of clung to it because it was something I could do and I wasn't in the way of anything. So music, I mean, it was started with like listening to my dad's radio in his old cars and he just tried to show me songs that he liked and then I eventually liked them myself and, and looked for other things like that. And it crafted my sense of uh, what I thought good music was because yeah. there was a, a sense of completion to a lot of the music that they'd, uh, that they'd written in, in the 70s and 60s. And so it, I, I kind of, took to it like you have to be good at it to really pursue it uh-huh. and so uh-huh. yeah did you um have an outlet for that as a younger person when when was it something that you you realized that you were becoming good at and that you could pursue it um when i was in elementary school honestly it was a start for me uh, because i believe I, I was singing in the chorus program i thought that that was kind of my gateway i used to sing church music when i was a little little boy and when when i was in uh choir you know of, of any account it was it was a kind of a different thing to try and sing uh 
because you, you learned songs in different languages and it kind of made you feel capable. It wasn't the same as singing to songs on the radio. And yeah, it was an interesting way to look at singing for me when I started doing it because it, you know, it was a window to something else, a different culture sometimes. And mm-hmm. I, I liked that because you know, I, I couldn't get that out of some of the music that I'd already heard. And so yeah. it, it clicked a little bit more about what I wanted out of, out of music at that age. Yeah. Um, when I was, uh, when I was about, maybe 14 my father got me a guitar and i'd had a keyboard um mm. at, at intermittently because we'd moved around and keyboards are not easy to to keep with you yeah. as you need to quickly change living situations and so it was uh, consistently in my life i wanted to play the piano but i ended up becoming very good at the guitar um and so it's an uh, it's it's an interesting thing about that you know how music's played into my life because i I, I ended up, you know, following my folk idols in some capacity at some points, uh-huh. and and kind of lingering a dream about being good at keys because I never, you know, it would, keys were kind of in a, a passive thing. You never think you're going to have them for a long period of time, and mm-hmm. then now that I do, I find myself writing different songs, and my perspective on music has changed again. And mm. and yeah, <laughs> now, yeah. So at at some point, you got on the road uh, and. And we're a traveling musician. T- tell us how that started for you. How, how did you get away from the city and and begin to pursue your music like that? I mean, I guess uh, it all it all kind of started when I was I was working a job where I really wanted to help people. Uh, it was the only thing I thought I was good at. Mm-hmm. You know, trying to help people. It was you know you I mean. You try not to be in the way. You just say, "Hey, what can I do?" And and like I, I worked a job where that was pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I got to a point in that job where it was stressful uh, showing up because every day was like a, a way to crack at my my eyesight, my disability, and I just I started you know losing a lot of that you know a lot of my faith in that. And one day uh, when I had no money, you know, not even enough to get to work. It's wow. I went yeah you know, I went down to the pier and just played my guitar and hope the cops didn't show. Yeah. Um, and it was cause I knew I was down right on the water. It was not, you know, you need a permit, you know, to busk there, I, I believe. And I, I even sent in for one. I never got word back. Wow. <laughs> yeah. But it was, it was, yeah, it was at that stage when I, when I, when I went out there one or two times, uh, it was, I made $60 in about an hour on the, on the first time. And, it was astonishing. It was sunny and it was nice. I had people dancing and I mean, I was terrible. <laughs> I mean, I was, I was not as good as I am now yeah. and I, by a long shot. And, but it, it was in that moment that I realized I could sit in the sun, be myself, make ends and make somebody's day. Yeah. And I, I didn't want it any other way. And the, one of the most, I guess, heartfelt moments for me, was I, I met an artist who went down to the pier. I, I don't remember his name, but it was early. It was maybe about 7, 7 a.m. He'd come down to draw at the water, and I, I was sitting there just practicing, mumbling to myself a little bit, cautious of him, because I, I hadn't garnered the self-confidence yet right. to sing you know, as, as bolsterously as one might to try and make a living. Mm-hmm. And he still listened, and he walked over to me, and he said, You sing beautifully. And I hope you don't stop. Wow. And it was, I mean, it took me by surprise. Yeah, this person yeah. captivated in their art form still found time for me. Wow. And, but it was a, a, maybe after that point about, uh, and 
it was it was kind of a shift in my way of you know thinking about it you know i'm sorry to, to pause on that it was just a rather important moment that i'm reflecting on so. sure yeah good <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, so so obviously that was extremely inspirational uh, for yeah. you to to hear that and um it was yeah yeah go ahead I'm sorry, to interrupt you. No, no, absolutely no. I want to. I want to hear the rest of the story if there's more. Please go ahead. Yeah, it was about about six months after that that I started my journey, or so. It wasn't about. Six, it wasn't totally six months, but it was. I'm, it's hard to, to gap that whole time, mm-hmm. but it was. It was just how do I. When I think about how much music meant to me at the start of my journey, I didn't think I was going to be somebody that could make a difference with mm-hmm. his music. Yeah. And I, I, I thought of it as a separate concept. Like a me, like I mean, I, I loved music. I loved it, but it was, I have to survive. Mm-hmm. I have to get good enough to live because if I don't, I might not make it. And mm-hmm. and so, part of music came from this necessity of needing to live. And there was, I mean, that's it's it's a strange thing to have to have on your back because it's 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 a friend and it's a weight. Mm-hmm. And you know and. I, I mean, talking about traveling as a musician, I think the the oddest thing is that there's a not a stigma to follow, but uh, it, to deal with rather, it's it's just you you want to be authentic to yourself, and and when it comes down to figuring out who that is, it really does come down to where you go and what you do with with who you are. Mm-hmm. And I found, yeah, I found out that I could make people happy and and get better every day and I, I managed to make a system of that where I could travel and say, you know, hey, I have to try and make a difference here and I'd ask the homeless people in one spot, hey, if uh, if you could go somewhere, you know, where would you go and who would you try to find and, you know, mm. how would you make a difference? And mm. a lot of the, a lot of them told me, mm. you got go play music for anyone you can mm. because because they don't always have it. Yeah. They just they don't. Yeah. There are pe- people that don't have the means to have electronics, people that don't have the means to, to move so well. And it's just your music could be the reason that their day is, is good enough. And mm-hmm. I mean, that it, it just it, it's, it's, it's just the start of it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that's that's awesome. I, I like your interpretation of that. We're going to take a quick break from the interview. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the interview. So at some point, I mean, you, you did that for several years, and um, yeah. at some point you get an opportunity, uh, I, I, I guess last year, uh, to be on American Idol. Um, how did that happen? I, I was actually uh, up in Yelm, Washington with a partner of mine, and we'd, we'd made, uh, made our way to their parents' house. And we were, I was, uh, but we were like moving to Seattle because the coronavirus had started uh, being a problem in New Orleans, um, mm-hmm. and it was it was just it it was kind of scary to think that if I was going to move somewhere, I'd be moving to like this most expensive city somebody would talk about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was it was not on the list of places, but I I, I figured the worst thing I could do was get big enough to get on KEXP. Right, and so I was like. I'll hedge my bets and go to Seattle and, and see what I can make of being a busker yeah. in that city and aim for KEXP. And that was my initial goal. And so when we got there, um, I wasn't able to busk as much as I'd wanted to in in, uh, in Yelm. 
And so I went on the internet and I found out that people were live streaming music, uh-huh. playing playing concerts. And so I went to a wonderful Facebook group called Socially Distant Fest and started playing uh, my tunes that I played while I was busking, seeing if people would tune in and, uh-huh. you know, listen and, and let me be a part of their day like I used to be. And and I was I was lucky enough that I was able to do that for, oh, I don't know, about, about half a year. Yeah. And and I got a, a phone call one day about um from a lady. Um, I'm not sure if I'm able to disclose her name, but that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, obviously, that that entity of some in some capacity. Yeah, and I I just received a call, and they spoke of my music, and they said that they liked the way I sounded. They liked who you know who I seemed to be, and they wanted to know more, and they wanted to give me a call, and I said okay, thank you. Hmm. Hmm. So you got to go on. How far did you? Uh, I saw the audition. How far past that were you able to play? I got cut just before the top twenty-four. Okay. Um, <laughs> and it it really uh it still sits with me, you know that I I missed the show in in a way because there was a a separate kind of feeling to being a part of that little yeah. bubble. Yeah. 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 <laughs> How has that exposure and experience changed the trajectory of your music? If you can find any environment towards like-minded people, that's a fast track to one. That That is. Like, I advise anybody that's young and wondering about their potential to to never be afraid to seek it out amidst those that chase the same dream mm-hmm. because you're all going to get there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. that show, that show is that. As yeah. much as anybody can say anything about that show for any one reason, ratings or otherwise, that show is built around getting people together yeah. and making sure they know that you know music's worth having. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. So you uh, have a song. Is it part of an album? Um, Painted Man was the song that you played on American Idol, and and it's the song that you are releasing. Um, if it, if it's not out, it's it's on the way out here very soon. Is that part of an album, or is it just a single for now? Um, this this is just a single for now. I'm also uh, right. It's uh, I've got a new song called uh, coming out called Write Me Letters. It's um coming out on the twenty second. It's it's honestly, uh, I I want to put them both on a, on an album at some point, but mm-hmm. I've got a couple more songs that I'd like to flesh out and get, you know, kind of a legacy CD together for some of my favorite hits that people like so far. So what are you up to now? Are you back to the busking on the street? Do you have a different uh, path at the moment? Well, right now we're planning for a tour with the Volunteers of America, and we are going on a busking tour. It is a mixture of gigs uh, where we're you know meeting at bars or at venues, and we're uh, going across basically the, the southeast to, to busk and to help with the Volunteers of America serving food and getting services to people that are less fortunate in, in various areas. Hmm. And and so uh, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited, I can't tell you, because I'm, I've missed just getting out there every day and singing on the street and getting to be in the sunshine and, and adding a little bit of something to somebody's day. It's yeah. it's like, it's it's like a muscle you have to flex. You know, you got to remind yourself it's there and it's... I don't know. I've been waiting for the weather to break. I've I've been writing every day, and it's just been so much fun to yeah to to be <laughs> to be myself right now. I'm very grateful. I'm very 
very fortunate, you know. So you're currently writing then um, new music. When you play, you're predominantly playing your original material, or are you you're working in uh, some cover songs also? Oh, I work in plenty of cover songs. I, I feel like uh, one of the things about you know music in general is that some people, you know, th- there's a genre for everybody, but I think you should be able to take on. Yeah, you know, with respect, some of the songs that you're lucky enough to be able to hear, because right. I got people that are like, "Oh, I'd never play a cover tune." Goodness no! And and it's you don't want to look them dead in their face and tell them that their their jazz standard band is a is a jazz cover band. <laughs> right, right. You know, yeah, yeah. Um, so the music, uh, are the the few that I've heard is in the Americana folk. Uh, genre is that predominantly what you like to play in is that kind of that classic um uh, string feel uh as far as having like the americana folk sound i i really like the driving rhythm you can get out of uh, out of guitars Mm -hmm. and it's harder to replicate on a sonic spectrum with other instruments uh yeah like if you're playing a piano, I mean, you 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 need an entire piano first of all. Right. But a, a guitar, you can tune it to kind of have cadences that that create space that where there might not be some, or or you can fill in you know drum or rhythm parts that might not be there initially. Like I use my finger picks sometimes to create vibrations or taps on my guitar that fill in where a snare would be, or you know, and and it, I I don't know that that style of playing. It tends to lend to somebody that's solo, mm-hmm. and you know, and I, I really take to that because I, I end up picking my songs apart and being like, "What would my bassist play if I was to not run mm. the bass line?" Mm. And and I feel like that's it's very easy to do as far as folk goes. I find myself writing in folk sometimes in that style just to uh, try and write with a band as well. And so, yeah, yeah I find myself let, you know starting there often. Sure. But the songs the songs evolve immediately and. I, I can you know put them to a, a different cadence once I've got structure to work with, and yeah. so yeah, I so, just I, I I go back to my roots a lot. Yeah, that's all. What do you have planned beyond this um, busking tour? Do you have a, a national international uh, perspective of what you want to do with your music? Is there a you know a festival tour kind of thing coming up this year? What what's in store for you? Uh, we we do have some festivals coming up. Uh, I believe they're on the website right now. We're still securing some dates for some ones later in the year, because mm-hmm. uh, ain't that the best news you can have? Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's it's just a game of making sure we we fill up slots and and don't get too cold in the meantime as the uh, as the year goes on. Sure. Yeah. Now, are you touring as a solo artist, or do you have a, a few musicians that go with you? I do have a few musicians. I have Josh Canalthy and Chris Lute. Uh, Josh is my drummer, and uh, Chris is my guitarist. Yeah. They are fantastic, and I wouldn't trade them. Right. <laughs> so the the song that's out, Painted Man, and tell us again what the other one is that you're getting ready to release. Uh, the second one is Write Me Letters. Write Me Letters. And uh, how can people find those songs, get in touch with you? What's the best way for people to interact uh, if you want to find out uh, where you can contact me or uh, my team, you can go to murphymusic.net. I've got Facebook, Instagram under Blind Boy Music. Um, you can find me through all of those. My Twitter handle is also Blind Boy Music if you care about Twitter. <laughs> you can find all my music on Spotify under Murphy or under Blind Boy Music. Uh, I have 
yeah, two names to go by for that. But for my newest singles, you'll look under Murphy. Yeah. 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 Awesome. As the artist name. Yeah. Well, it's so good to talk to you. I, I've been looking forward to this. I, I really enjoy the, the things that you've put out and the story is so inspiring. So I, I wish you well with it. And I, I really hope it is fruitful for a long time. Thank you. I'm excited because I mean, of all the things that I'd ever thought I'd get to do, living living your dream is is crazy. You know, there's so many avenues yeah. to it, and 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 now and now it's it's finally paying off. Like I finally get to help people the way I've been wanting to. You know, and and it's just what else can you ask for? Yeah. You know? Thank yeah. thank you for your time and for letting me put words to to this because it's 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 been on my mind pretty much all day. Yeah. Yeah. You bet. Well, great. That's awesome. Thank you. Thanks again for tuning in to this episode of Americana Music Profiles. Find us on iTunes at Americana Music Profiles and on the internet at AmericanaRhythm.com. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.